Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Jen Otero. And this is Melanie Wise. And if you joined us last week, you know that we started a little mini-series here <laughs> on talking about self-care and the different things that you know can hinder us from taking care of ourselves, um, but also just trying to give out some practical ways to start implementing that into our lives. And at the end of the show last week, we really encouraged our listeners to just take some time mm-hmm. to assess their own self-care, you know, how they do it, what do they love doing, what is it that rejuvenates them, but also to assess, like, what are the things that maybe are keeping you from doing that, yeah. taking care of, of yourself. Um, and so today we're just going to kind of keep unpacking this topic a little bit and just talk about different ways, practical ways that we can build self-care into our lives and just hopefully encourage you to do more of that for yourself because as we talked about last week, it's just so important. Mm -hmm. It's not a nice little thing that you could add to your life. It really might be the difference between you lasting in ministry and in helping other people and burning out. Mm -hmm. It really may make the difference. So it's really important. That's why we wanted to at least spend a couple of weeks talking about it. And I love too, Mal, we talked about this last week a little bit as well, but it's so important yet there is a simplicity to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not this big, complicated, expensive, time consuming thing. It really is just an intentional thing. And so today we want to break down even a couple specific areas Mm -hmm. of what self-care can kind of look like. First and foremost, we need to really start with physical self-care, of course, which I think we were actually just talking about on our break, which is those areas of food, exercise, sleep, those things that typically are some of the first things to go Mm -hmm. when you're burnout or when you're overdoing it or when you're carrying too much responsibility or false responsibility, suddenly you're not eating as well. Suddenly exercise goes. Suddenly you're just not sleeping as well. And they all really tie together. Mm -hmm. Exercise is not one of my favorite things, but over time (laughs) I've really started to understand more and more that it doesn't have to be you know, training for a marathon. It actually is just that consistent thing day in and day out of just really being consistent about those things. It doesn't even have to be, yeah, I was just thinking as you were Mm -hmm. describing like the physical self-care, it doesn't have to look exactly the way it looks for everybody else. I mean, for me, I've, I've thought like, I don't know that I'm in a season right now where I have the ability to go and pack Mm -hmm. a gym bag and then go to the gym and then You know, like all of the different elements that go into it. It really may be that like the physical exercise that I, Mm -hmm. you know, exert at this point is when I get home, take 15 minutes to, you know, get the leash out, walk my dog around the block a few times. And that's it. Like that may be the extent of what I can do, but it's so much better than nothing at all. So it doesn't have to look like what I think the culture says it looks like to work Mm -hmm. out or to eat right or whatever it might be. Like you may just have to get creative Mm -hmm. in the way that you implement that because there are ways to do it simply. Yep. Yep. And really just being really mindful about what that does look like for you in Mm -hmm. season, the way that you're wired, the things that you love. Mm -hmm. Like for me right now, I'm six months pregnant, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to be training for a marathon, right? right? But you better believe I'm going to try and be out walking and doing some things that are still just moving me forward. And when you do... I know when I'm exercising a little, I want to eat better. And when I'm exercising a little, I'm sleeping better. Mm -hmm. Like it just all really ties in. And Mm -hmm. so that is just one of those first areas we always hit on. The next is, of course, our mental and our emotional self-care, which can be a million different things that really tie into that. Everything from journaling, if you need to see a counselor in certain seasons, getting some accountability in your life, whatever that may be, cutting out stressful or unhealthy situations is a huge part of that, Mm -hmm. Um, or relationships that maybe need 
you need to spend more time with or maybe less time with, mm-hmm. um, but just really building in some fun too. You know, we talk a lot, even in our outreach department, we talk a lot about, you know, making sure that events have fun in them mm-hmm. or situ- like there's such an intentionality of even being fun sometimes. Like we can just get so serious mm-hmm. and so just bogged down in just yeah. the day in and day out of life that we tend to kind of forget like, Laughter is yeah. good for the soul. You know right. what I mean? So there's just that part, too, of just being really intentional in that area. Well, you know, I'm also thinking about how this is a little bit of an aside, but, you know, when it comes to relationships, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. how important it is to have some relationships in your life, especially if you are in ministry, if you have an organization that you're running, if you are a helper and you just have a lot of relationships in your life yeah, of people good. that you're helping, you really need to have some relationships in your <laughs> life, of people that you're not your role is not helper in their life where they don't look at you as pastor or youth minister or counselor. They just look at you as friend. That's right. And you can take off that hat for a little bit Mm -hmm. and dare I even say, get a little bit of help from them, you know, like actually (laughs) ask for help from somebody else Mm -hmm. or like, I've got something I want to talk about. Right. I remember it was really hard for me after six years in youth ministry to ever be able to sit down even with my friends Mm -hmm. and let them ask me about my life. Because I'm like, it's always supposed to be about other people and their life and their problems and their struggles. Like, it was hard for me to even talk about my own because I felt like that was being selfish. or It just was not. Mm -hmm. It becomes so much of my wiring to think about other people and what they needed that it was hard for me to transition. But just the importance of being able to take off that specific hat and just be friend and just Mm -hmm. hang out and have fun and laugh. I think is so, so important. So if you don't have any relationships in your life or friends in your life that aren't people that you're trying to help, it's probably important to, to start trying to find some yeah, <laughs> that you can be friends. transparent with. Too. Yeah. Like I'm just having a really crappy day. Can you pray for me? Right. You know, like you have to really be willing as well. Cause mm-hmm. they, like you said, that's, that's hard. That's difficult. That being transparent and open like that is not always easy, especially when you're a helper. We're usually the people who are really good mm-hmm. at being trustworthy and open to everything that everybody else has to say, but to actually be the ones that are vulnerable yeah. or open and honest sometimes with that stuff yeah. can be really difficult, but it's so important. Yeah, that we have that give and take in relationship. Well, and even a really easy, practical way to do that. If you're if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't really have that. You know, if if the church where you go like mm-hmm. has groups, community groups, life groups, home groups, whatever it might be, to be able to be in something like that and not be the leader, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> not be the one who's running the show, not yep. be the one, but be a participant and be someone who's part of it. Yes, giving. You are always giving at some level in relationship, mm-hmm. but also where you're receiving a lot as well. If that's what it's going to require for you to be able to just unplug a little bit from that role, then I really encourage you to do that if that's something that you're struggling to find right now. It's huge. It's so good. And really the last area that we like to hit on is spiritual self-care, which of course includes things like consistent time with the Lord, connecting with Him in new ways. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something I really encourage the women that I counsel a lot because we can kind of even get in a rut with our times with the Lord. It always is this this time. It looks this way. This is the devotional I've been reading for a year. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that's good and there's a consistency that's important, but there's something to be said about what are some new things. Mm -hmm. Maybe you go to a new coffee shop or maybe you go check out a new church service just for kicks. Maybe you just go with some friends and have some prayer time, like some different things that start to really breathe new life, even into relationship with the Lord. And once again, fun. Mm -hmm. God's a really fun God. He has a great sense of humor. Like there's just something to be said about it not always needing to be this route thing, that Mm -hmm. there actually can be some creativity that we throw in even in our spiritual self-care and the times that we spend with the Lord and just that intentionality of really making sure that we're consistent with those times. Yeah, I think that's really good. 
you know, we talked a little bit last week about just how so many different people are wired so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they re-energize and they rejuvenate in so many different ways. And so, you know, we talked about some of the different things that we've incorporated into our own lives. I I definitely think that the difference between people who are more introverted or extroverted, this is where this can really come into play. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard from a lot of people that you know which one you are by what energizes you. If you're energized by people, then you're probably more wired extrovert. Mm -hmm. If you're energized by being alone, probably more on the introvert side. And I definitely, like I shared last week, am way more energized by being alone. Mm -hmm. I love the different things we get to do when we do workshops and conferences and stuff here. But I mean, when those things are done, I'm like, I have to be by myself. (laughs) Leave me alone for a little while. I have got to rejuvenate and I got to do it on my own. Yeah. And so, you know, I think just knowing yourself well and knowing what those things are. I also brought up last week, you know, just that I'd heard once, like, what are the things that stir your affection for the Lord? Like that when you do them, Mm -hmm. you just feel closer to God. You just feel connected. You feel like your heart's growing for him. And that can look very different from person to person. But, you know, I, I do think that the intentionality factor comes in in this one as far as just like, where can I implement those things into my week? Mm hmm. It may not all be at once. It may not be that I can take off the entire day to just do lots of stuff that re-energizes me only with zero responsibility. No one else needs me for anything. You know, that can be a little bit of a challenge, but how can I incorporate some of these different things into my just regular life? Is it during my lunch break? I just go to the park and just sit on a bench and just kind of quiet my mind for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, is it, is it in the morning? Is it, how can I bring more of this? I mean, for me, even like worship music, I love just worship. Like that is where I just kind of, I I feel refreshed, but I also feel like my affections are stirred for the Lord. So I've become more intentional about when I'm just in my car driving, Mm -hmm. like I could listen to anything in the car, but when I listen to worship music, I get out of the car. I just feel more refreshed. I feel more, I don't know, excited to tackle whatever I'm about to do. So that's a really simple, easy way to incorporate something Mm -hmm. into my life that refreshes me. And I think, too, the thought comes to mind, too, Mel. I think there's something to be said about recognizing the seasons that we're in. We hit a little bit on that last week as well. But I think back to past seasons where I schedule wise, whether I was home full time or, you know, maybe just doing private practice at home, but not working, whatever it may be. I did have bigger pockets of time. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking, wow, Lord, what a cool season that I can take the morning after I drop my daughter off at school. Maybe I can take two hours out at the trails and just journal. And, you know, that's not the season I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. But looking back to that season, because I was able to recognize the season that I was in and build self-care in that matched that season, when things started to get busier or started to get just more wild in my life, I had actually stewarded those seasons well. So I was refreshed and ready to head into the busyness at the Mm -hmm. next season. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I think there's something to be said too about not taking the time to really recognize, okay, what season am I in? What can I build in? And that it's not one or the other, but it really is very specifically going, okay, if I'm in a slower season, don't just let that season go by and not really take advantage. But if you're in a busy season, don't allow that to be an excuse not to do it at all, Mm -hmm. but to really recognize, okay, what does this season hold and what do I need to build in? Because that season won't always last. Right. We have four seasons even in the natural and they they shift out pretty consistently. It's the same thing in life. You're not going to always have a slow season. It will get busy and slow down and ebb and flow, but to really get intentional and mindful about, okay, Lord, what does this season need to hold? Mm -hmm. What does self-care look like? And I would even encourage, you know, as people are listening to this podcast and even last week, really having that prayer time, Lord, how does this look in my life? Like we challenged people last week, but not even just the self-assessment, but going, Lord, what it, what are you calling me to in this area mm-hmm. of my life? What does that look like practically? Because I know that 
I really challenge people, and I know the Lord is this way with me. He's a very action plan, practical God. Like if you ask practical questions, he has practical answers. Mm -hmm. It's not just up in the sky sort of things. And so if you really ask him, Lord, what does it look like? Don't be surprised if he goes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there's something to be said about really seeking out that specific action plan in this area, depending on what season you're in. It'll look different for everybody. That's really good. You know, you touched on this a little bit last week, but the fact that you know, God himself actually created mm-hmm. rest. Right. <laughs> it, it wasn't just a thing that happened. I love just thinking about how, I mean, when God rested after yeah. six days of creation, it wasn't cause he was tired. Yeah. He was also like, he was setting a model for us of mm-hmm. like, there's something to be said for just for working, but then being able to sit back and relax and enjoy we need rest, like physically, yeah. emotionally, spiritually need it. God didn't need it, mm-hmm. but he still took it and modeled it for us. And I, I think in in that literally created, in a sense, mm-hmm. rest right. for us. And so it's something that he created as, it's funny because I actually, our, the pastor at my church just did a teaching on this this last Sunday on, on Sabbath and mm-hmm. what it what it means. And he, he described it as a gift. Yeah. Like it's a gift that we can choose to take and unwrap or not. That's Unfortunately, so a lot of us, especially in the Western culture, we don't take and unwrap the gift mm-hmm. of rest and Sabbath hardly ever. Um, but it's just what a sweet gift it is whenever we'll choose to take it. And truly how much more there may even be to experience of the Lord that we don't even know because we don't take the time mm-hmm. to do it. You know, I'm just like totally stealing off of his sermon, but he actually <laughs> told this story about this little boy like out on a lake and he was with his granddad and he looked out at the lake and he was like, wow, there's so much water. Mm-hmm. And the granddad said to him, yeah, and that's just the top of it. And the yeah. boy's like, oh, you mean there's more, you know? And it's like, yeah, there's so much more underneath that you can't even see. And so like, how that can translate even for us into our walk with the Lord. Like we may just kind of be experiencing that surface level, but how much more is there underneath? And I think even the way he said it was like, if you will take the rest of God, you will experience the rest of God. And I just love that idea. Thank you, Aaron Bryant, for basically letting me steal your entire sermon just now. But anyway, it's just funny just thinking about that and how he, he commanded it of his people Mm -hmm. to take the Sabbath, but it's also now for us a gift. And it didn't just totally debunk because we're not in the Old Testament law anymore. It's it's clear throughout even the New Testament, like there's still a Sabbath for the people Mm -hmm. of God and for rest. And so it's a gift that we have now that we get to choose to take. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just important for so many different reasons. Yeah. And I just want to continue to hit on the fact that it can be simple. Mm -hmm. You know, we hit on a couple of things last week, but I even think of you know, like I think I mentioned coloring last week, which is hilarious, but like even just playing a card game with my daughter or just going for a walk or just like little simple things that don't take a lot of planning. They're not real difficult, but I know how easily busyness can steal those things because you have a choice in that moment. Okay. I have a blank Mm -hmm. half hour here. I either get intentional to sit down and do X, Y, or Z, or I just let it fill up with a TV show or folding laundry or things that are all not bad things, but it is that choice. Like we often talk about the difference between good and great. And am I willing in those moments to go, okay, it may take a little more intentionality, maybe even seemingly a little bit more work using my quarter Mm -hmm. fingers. It's a little more work to get out the card game or to get my shoes on and go for a walk, but I never regret it. 
And that is the place that I would leave for our listeners is that we will never regret that place of self-care when we really choose to build it in. Mm-hmm. It's it's the difference between good and great. And you're not ever going to come out on the other side going, oh, darn, I wish I wouldn't have rested. Oh, darn, I wish I wouldn't have built back into my life mm-hmm. because it always builds strength. It always brings a new level of excellence. It always brings even above and beyond, like you said, in those times with the Lord where you come out, wow, Lord, I only had 15 minutes, but gosh, look at all that you showed me, mm-hmm. all that I came out of that time with. We won't ever regret it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mel, as you know, and hopefully our listeners know at this point, we always want that practical takeaway. So this is all really wonderful information, but what do I do with it mm-hmm. is that kind of idea. And so really, we just want to challenge you all that are listening to really continue to assess What does self-care look like for you? What are some things that really build back into your life? And I would say even in the next week, what are one or two things that you know that you know you could be doing? Maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but really build some new things in. So if you are someone that does a lot of self-care, awesome. Maybe expand that, maybe do some new things. If self-care is something that you're like, man, I have none of that in my life right now, maybe choose one or two things to really build in. Mm -hmm. Little things. It could be two 15-minute slots in your entire week that you do something a little different. And then really begin to look for the positive outcome. What is the shift that has occurred even from that short thing? And allow that to continue to build. Because when we see the positive outcome and we see that there's actually some kickback for it, that is actually meant to build into us a desire to do more Mm -hmm. of it. And so that would be our encouragement and our just our practical takeaway of how does this look in my life? How am I doing with it? What can I do differently? And then really keep an eye out for just the really positive things that come back Mm -hmm. to you because you were intentional and obedient to walk some of that out. Yeah. Well, and I would just add one last thing to that as far as practical takeaways. For some people, it really is almost just as simple as saying, just do it. Like mm-hmm. just add some of it into your life and start planning. For some people, it might go a little bit deeper yeah. and there really might be, I know for me personally, some of it was like a little bit of some deeper struggles that I was mm-hmm. trying to work through that didn't allow me to ever stop because, um, and I won't unpack it all, but I mean, I was really tied. A lot of my worth was tied to accomplishing, accomplishing, yeah. accomplishing, accomplishing. And I had to start learning like, Oh my goodness. The reason I can't ever stop is because I've got some, I've got some issues I need to work through and some lies that I need to work through in my own life and healing to be found in order for me to be able to move that next level. So what are some of those, those lies that may be hindering you from actually doing this? Like, is it that your worth is tied to your accomplishments? So if you stop working, you're worth nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it that, you know, it's selfish for me to do it? We talked about that last week. Is it that if I don't do it, then nobody else will. I'm the only person who can do this. What is God going to do if I stop working? Like, it's okay. He's Mm -hmm. still on the throne. He's got it. Like you're going to be, you know, I mean, just there's so many different lies that can Mm -hmm. creep in where until you maybe work through some of those, um, you may not be able to find it very easy to just start building this in. So So I just encourage you, if you feel like there's probably some deeper stuff hindering me in this area to to kind of face some of those things. And to really get honest about it. Yeah, that's so good. Well, we would encourage our listeners too, as we get ready to wrap up um, today, is that on our website at mercymultiplied.com, we have a section of freedom tools. And it's not something that we talk a lot about, but I think it's something that really, I think, fits in with a lot of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because on that freedom tools page, there's hearing the voice of God. There's a lot of true statements. There's just a lot of different 
tools that you can kind of print off, take away, use as your own will and with your time with the Lord that just really continue to build out a lot of what we're talking about. And so I would just really encourage our listeners to jump on, check out those freedom tools. Of course, there's all sorts of other information and things you can check out on our website. But that is one of those things that I think we've really continued to build into, pulling out of different events and different conversations and different things where people are like, where can I get my hands on this? That is where you can do it. So we encourage you just to check out those freedoms tools. So in the next two weeks, we're going to be shifting into discussing accountability, how to find it, how to find healthy accountability, how to be healthy accountability, which also really ties into that self-care piece. You know, it all really comes together, especially for those of us that are helpers and really pouring into others. And so thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thank you.